Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. We are joined by two very special guests today. We have got comedian Terrence Williams in the house. Yeah. So great to have yes. you. Thank you, thank and you, thank we you. We have got a uh, brand ambassador of Turning Point, Mr. Joel Patrick, also in the nice. house. And obviously his future is bright. Yes. <laughs> so, just saying. Uh, Stu, what's the top story for you? Uh, about 65,000 Democrats are running for president. Uh, how do you make sense of that? Well, that's what we have the latest edition of the uh, Democratic candidate power rankings for. And that's out today. Okay. All right. And Terrence, what do you want to talk about? My grandma's cooking some neck bones today. So, <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But <laughs> the top story for me today is abortion. I got to talk about abortion. It's a big topic. Every right child deserves a life. Yeah. Amen. Amen. All right. And Joel. I would like to talk about um, conservatives on college campuses and censorship and then an opportunity we had to change someone's mind. Okay. All right. Can't wait to get into all of that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. Um, so, Terrence, I know you were just recently yeah. in a very bad car accident. Yes. I was on my way to the White House. I was going to, the, uh, Bla I was going to a Black History Summit at the White House. Never made it. I, I, I got off the plane and my driver picked me up and hit the back of somebody. Mm. Yeah, so. And you were in. And I, I, was out of, I was out of commission for about three to four months. I had mm. uh, surgery on my neck because mm. my C4, C5, C6 was all fractured. So I've been oh, out of it. Yeah, so you need to listen up if you didn't hear on Glenn's program <laughs> earlier about Relief Factor. Um, so it's, I, I was in a car accident as well. Yeah. I got some, not as bad as you, yeah. um, but protruding and herniated discs. Yeah. Um, Glenn was in really bad shape as well um, with some, some health stuff that, he was always in pain. Yeah. And it's worked for, for both of us. It's worked for a lot of people here at The Blaze. And the listeners, the viewers out there, it's working for them. It's um, four key ingredients that target the inflammation in your body. Yeah. And it's all natural. So it's not big pharma, unfortunately, for yeah. Stu. Stu like is a big, pharma. big fan of big pharma. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's, it works for so many people. And it's 100% drug-free. So if you guys are, you're living in pain, you're constantly in pain, try Relief Factor. Get the three-week quick start pack right now for $19.95. 70% of the people who buy that go on to keep buying more. It's working for the majority of people. And if it doesn't work for you, you're out 20 bucks. I'd say that's, uh, that's enough. That's enough to invest in trying to... Um, to eliminate your pain at relieffactor.com, or you can call 800-500-8384. All right, Stu, power rankings. All right. I'm so excited. I'm going to move as fast as I can on this because there's 24 freaking candidates, <laughs> and it's driving me crazy. They get longer and longer. No one else joined this race. There's no room for you. Uh, so um, just to re review, we have a kind of a score. We have about 30, 34 categories now, um, from polling to fundraising to yeah. endorsements, all that stuff. And it spits out, basically, at the end of this, uh, a score from 0 to 100. Mm -hmm. like how well they're doing. So we start at the very bottom of the list. A new last place candidate, Mike Gravel. Has, any, has anyone heard of Mike Gravel before? Who? No. no. Mike who? <laughs> so Linda, this is interesting because you're wearing the Reagan Bush 84 shirt. The last day Mike Gravel had a job in government was the first day Ronald Reagan was president. No. He has wow. not been in government since 1981. Um, and uh, <laughs> see, we ran it actually in 2008, did terribly. Wow. Um, but he is 89 years old, which makes him <laughs> one of the youngest candidates in the field. Bob Paul needs uh, to go back yeah. home. Bob Paul. <laughs> I don't think he's going to find Paul. That's the sad part. <laughs> okay, uh, number 23 is Wayne Messam. Anyone know Wayne Messam? Wayne who? Well, thank you. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, 3% of America... Uh, has a favorable opinion of Wayne Messam, which sounds bad. It also is bad. Um, so that is going to be, it's, he's not going to win. Uh, number 22 is Eric Swalwell. Anyone on Eric Swalwell? Uh, I've heard of Eric yes, Swalwell. Yeah, Eric he's, Swalwell. Unfortunately, yeah. we've all heard of him. He, he's yeah. the one who said, um, 
we have nukes. Yeah. You we have just, guns and we have nukes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nuking Americans. Gun owners, that's yeah. Nuke the gun owners. This is what he loves to do is, is kind of trounce around the country and make these you know outlandish remarks because yeah. he loves the attention, yeah. which is not working so far for him because running for president <laughs> is apparently hard. And so he's in 22nd place with a score of 19.9. Uh, Marianne Williamson. Wait, can I really yes. quickly, yes. Uh, my favorite part about Eric Swalwell is mm-hmm. at first he's like, everyone just donate $5. If you could just donate $5. And then he was like, okay, $1. $1. <laughs> $1 is fine. $0.50? Cents? Anyone? I'll a take quarter? anything. <laughs> and that's the thing. Swalwell will not qualify. It doesn't look like he's going to qualify for any of the debates. So Eric, I don't know how you... Eric might shake a leg for a vote. <laughs> <laughs> he might get on the corner and shake a leg for a vote. He accepted anything. <laughs> Number 21 is Marianne yeah. Williamson. Now, she's a spiritual guru, if you don't know who she is, for the Kardashians and Oprah and things like that. Anyway, she is going to make the debates, though. She's going to be on the stage. Uh, 20.6 is her score. She's in 21st place. Seth Moulton. Anyone know who that is? The actor, Seth? No. (laughs) Let's see this. He's he's a congressman. uh, Very unknown. Um, He he is one of these guys, though, that actually in the Democratic field says America is not a socialist country, which is interesting because, like, that's not a smart That's thing to say popular. in the democratic field right now. No. Uh, so, shockingly enough, he is not winning. Um, John Delaney is the next one. He's another guy who says he's a moderate. Anyone know John Delaney? I mean, th- this is amazing. Like, we're we're at number 19 and, and barely anybody John knows. Delaney from the Italian movie? Yes, from the Italian No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's 19th, former yeah. congressman. Um, he's a, a moderate, and this moderate just proposed a $4 trillion global warming spending package. That's the moderate in this crappy field. And he thinks that's going to work? Uh, I don't know if he's saying he does. That's a moderate lie. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Ryan. Anyone on Tim Ryan yet? Another congressman, another unknown congressman. This is a guy who ran as a pro-life Democrat and was elected initially as a pro-life Democrat. Tim Ryan? Uh, now wow. he is uh, bragging about his endorsement from NARAL and uh, from uh, Planned Parenthood. Uh, he, is, uh, he also says that... Um, he, he's a Catholic, which is interesting because, like, n- somehow Nayral and Planned Parenthood beat the Pope in his argument. Um, but uh, he says that he believes Christianity uh, doesn't want to be judgmental. And it's like, well, judgment of behavior is somewhat central to faith. Like, you know, you're not supposed, like, I, it's accepting, <laughs> yeah. right? But, mm-hmm. you know, everyone's welcome. That doesn't mean that you can just do anything you want. You just have a free uh, pass. Yeah. Yeah. Tim Ryan apparently thinks that you do. Uh, Bill de Blasio. Now, you guys know Bill. Okay. Yes. Oh, no. yeah, he, he don't like, even care about New York he has City. He like 400 <laughs> followers on his political Instagram account. Does he really? Oh, no. have 400? <laughs> oh, he don't even care about New, New York is... No. It's true. Well, How's he going to care about the country? New York is going down yeah. in the drains. Mm. Yep, it's true. I mean, I was just in New York, and I had yeah. uh, some of my friends there. Um, they're like, yeah, we, you know, we have a lot of friends who are really liberal. Um, and people keep saying, well, Bill de Blasio is a socialist, which he is. But that's not what yeah. they don't like about him. They don't like him because he sucks. <laughs> like, that's the problem with him. And uh, he, they would like to have someone who does their job yeah. about half as good as he promotes himself, which is basically all this he, guy does. He totally needs to clean up at home. My grandma once yeah. told me, sweep around your own front door before you start sweeping yeah. around other people's front door. Yes. You can't take over America. No. No, I you can't, can't even, even take your New York City. I, I can't imagine how your house looks. <laughs> well, knowing how corrupt he is as a Democrat in politics, his house is probably pretty big. Probably pretty sweet. Probably pretty sweet right? uh, Steve Bullock. Again, probably no one knows who that is. He's a he's the mayor or the excuse me the governor of Montana. Um, he's at twenty seven point seven. He's he's interesting. Another guy who's trying to run as a moderate. There's a few of these people in the field who are saying they're moderate 
they're not really moderates. They're moderates with a wink. Like they want they want to say to the public that they're moderate, mm-hmm. and then they're going to go back behind the closed doors with the Democratic voters and say, by the way, I'm not at all a moderate. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's uh, you know he's one of these guys that just jumped into the race. He probably is going to miss these debates as well. And I don't know how you continue if you miss these debates. I think we're going to start seeing some dropouts here after the first debate or two. Uh, Andrew Yang is next. He's in 15th place, score of 28.3. Yang gang, Yang gang. Yeah, people see this is the thing with Yang, and he's up the, on this list because people know who he is. He can make some. He's, he's a relatively smart guy. Like I, if you heard his interview with Ben Shapiro, he's well spoken, which like, I respect him for doing. Yeah, I expect he actually showed up for an interview with Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. I don't seen any other candidates do that. Wow, yeah. <laughs> what is it good for? <laughs> That's a little nothing. <laughs> and he's catchy. Look at he's going into. This. We've got songs now Yang about gang. the Yang Gang. This yeah. is uh, pretty good. Um, so he's sixteenth. Uh, <laughs> uh, then Michael Bennett and Tulsi Gabbard in 15th place. Tulsi Gabbard has hit her main fundraiser. Tell me a Republican would get away with this. Her main fundraiser, uh, number one f- online fundraiser, um, has written about how the Las Vegas shooting was a distraction from the w- w- Harvey Weinstein scandal and didn't actually occur. The Parkland shooting was a fa- false flag. Uh, <gasps> that Bill Cosby was framed. All of these things like, now look, you know, <laughs> at the internet you can find anything, right? But the fact that like he has he has a long litany of conspiracy theories that he is like hardcore believer in, and uh, she's just embracing him. It's she's an she's an odd bird, man. She Bill, is. Uh, Bill Cosby. Was framed. I don't think Bill Cosby was framed, but I do think people knew about it for a really long time, and yes. then nobody cared. And then when he went to buy. I think what he went to buy. That's NBC. what happens when you have a lot of money. And then they were like, "Oh, we need to find something to." Mm. Take. Yeah. Oh, look at all these accusations. Yeah. Because I feel like the people, false flag thing, though. No, false I don't flag. think. The false yeah, flag. no. Bill Cosby admitted to drugging women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He admitted to that. So he did. Yeah, he admitted to it. That's not really quite being framed. Yeah, it's no, not quite it being not framed. framed. It's a weird part of our justice system, and yeah. that like he was. He was like, everyone was fine with whatever he did, and they, everyone was like blowing it off. And then a comedian came, comes on, does a rant on YouTube, and all of a sudden, he's, mm-hmm. in, he's in prison for the why rest of his life. Why did he even have to pay? Why did he even have to, he had so much money. Why did you have to drug these women? That's a fair point. You uh, could have paid them. That, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> one way to look at it. Either his PP was too small, it wasn't worth the money. It's like, oh, no. It's a strong cap. Keep the two million. It's it too little. Keep the two million. <laughs> I don't want you, Bill. Now, we are halfway through this field. We've heard of, what, what two people so yeah. far? Yeah. Our Jay Inslee is next. Anyone know who that is? Governor of Washington. Uh, he wants sanctuary, not sanctuary cities. He wants sanctuary states. That's his big proposal. Oh, Lord. Oh, could they be more annoying? Jesus, take the wheel. All right. <laughs> Number 11, John Hickenlooper. Another guy saying he's a moderate. I love this quote, though, because this is all these moderates in this field. He says, you can have progressive ideas, but you have to present it to them in a moderate way. That's, that's not a moderate. That's, that's a guy who's lying. Yeah, that's shady. Uh, uh, Julian Castro at number 10, uh, 34.5 is his score. Castro's like one of these guys that was supposed to be this big mm-hmm. you know, deal and Ooh. has done nothing. Julian Castro, he's, uh, he was into the Obama administration. Uh, no, no passion for Julio, huh? It's <laughs> he's not mayor of San Antonio. It's just, yes, it's right. yeah. Mayor of San Antonio, former. This is like all these people. It's like, are we done yet? Are we there yet? Believe me, that's how I feel writing these stupid things. It's funny, every time I get to Julio Castro, too, I get there and I'm like, God, am I only at Julio Castro? <laughs> like, I've been writing for hours. I, I'm not going to lie. I think Julio. sometimes that, that last name throw people off because it reminds, the Castro reminds them of that crazy one. Yeah. Uh, uh, Fidel. Well, yeah, Fidel. Yeah. So when people say Castro, Fidel, Fidel Castro 
Russell a nephew? No, it's not. <laughs> you know, yeah. I also see people saying that the America is, is way too racist. They're never going to elect a guy with the name of Barack Hussein Obama, <laughs> who has one, who, one of the guys who's actually our, an enemy, Saddam Hussein at the time, and Osama bin Laden was only one letter off mm-hmm. from Barack Obama. Not corrected that analysis, however. <laughs> We're apparently not that racist. Uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. This is my prediction. I've made this a couple times. I think she's the first big name to drop out. She's she got to be. She keeps showing up at 0% of oh, the Oh, that snow woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The one that announced her candidacy uh, that she was going to be yes. running in the snow. Yes. That's right. That's yes. right. And she had the, in a the blizzard. Girl, and then she had the girl pass her. <laughs> she, didn't even have, she didn't even have a hat on. Or, or, or gloves. You're supposed to be setting an example. <laughs> you are in front of millions of children, and, well, thousands of children and, and, and women and, yeah. and, and people, and you don't have no gloves on in the cold. You don't even have no manners. If she can't but you lead, want to run, girl, by. If she can't lead on winter wear, what can she lead on? That's I told her question. to sit her butt down, go drink some hot cocoa, and be quiet. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> nobody worry about you. Uh, number eight is Amy Klobuchar. Okay, forty-one point nine is her score. She's not doing much of anything, honestly. Like she passed a bill on on uh, you know getting helped with Republicans to get something passed for tax breaks for Gold Star families, yeah. which is. Great. I think everyone would yeah, agree that's with great. that. Um, the issue here is she's not doing much of anything. She's very unremarkable. I think this is a play for her to be vice president. Uh, you know, you have, if, if let's say mm-hmm. a Biden would win, she'd be an obvious potential choice for vice president. We'll see how that goes. Seventh, Cory Booker. Uh, we're at 51.6 on the score. Shocked he's that high. Yeah, I, I know. That's, not, that's, that's down. Uh, he's yeah. down about three he's points. He's probably that high because he's Spartacus. And it's true. Yeah. It's He'll true. do anything for that's attention. That's true. Yes, so. he will. <laughs> um, he wrote an open letter uh, to the world about uh, abortion to men. To tell them to help support women in their abortion rights because you got to find more, you know, babies that we can. We're going to get into this in just a couple of yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, but what's, what was interesting is uh, his big point was uh, he was he was worried that women would have to endure quote lengthy seventy two hour waiting periods. Bathroom booker. <laughs> yeah. Bathroom booker. We heard what you did in the bathroom, Corey. Mm. Corey, we heard what you, you did in the 72 bathroom. Hours. <laughs> 72 hours. 72 so hours. I think it's 72 it's hours 72 because hours. three days sounds really short. But 72 <laughs> hours seems like, oh, kind of, maybe that's too long. I don't know. Um, number six is Robert Francis O'Rourke. Mm. Bob Frank O'Rourke, as we also call oh, him Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> the biggest drop of any candidate since we started doing the candidate ratings. He dropped like eight points. That's because he was replaced by... He assumed because he did yeah, so... He, judge, yeah. he assumed because he did so well in Texas. He yeah. assumed mm-hmm. just because we... You know, I called him the vanilla Obama. I thought he was going to be number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I thought wrong and he thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want no fake Mexican? Can't add to that. That's fantastic. Uh, Elizabeth Warren at number uh, five. And this one disturbs me because Elizabeth Warren is actually having a little bit of a moment. And I really hoped that she'd launch and then drop out within three weeks. Unfortunately, she's having a little bit of a moment here. She's just churning out all these plans. They have this thing that they say about her is that she has a plan for that, meaning anything. She's got a plan out. Which I feel like used to be a negative in this country. You don't want the government to pl- have a plan for everything in your entire right. life, right? But with uh, with our friend Elizabeth, she's out there doing it, and uh, she has really um, helped. She's up eight points in she, this, this. Did she have? A, she is so fake, honey. So would you fake. like a, a beer? Yeah. Oh God, that was yeah. so bad. good of you. Being so we're going to drink. I'm going to open up my beer right now, <laughs> and then I'm going to sip my beer. Girl, bye. Did she I have a plan? Know. She ought to be ashamed of herself stealing benefits. From from minorities. Mm. Did she have a plan for her uh, 
Pocahontas test? Nah. Or was it not part of the plan? <laughs> that yeah. was a plan. It, not, it was a bad plan. I'm <laughs> actually... If I'd have known I wasn't Native American, I just wouldn't have taken the test. I am, I but I do have Native American in me. Mm -hmm. But since I was in foster care, I don't have my numbers, okay? Mm -hmm. But this is the oh. thing, though. I could... Now, I could have got... If I was the same age as her, like, if, if I was 95 like Elizabeth Warren, maybe <laughs> if I would have went to the same college... She would have stole a spot from me. Right. Ooh. She yeah. would have stole a spot right. from me. It's true. She stole some. She stole from she somebody. Stole someone's spot. Mm -hmm. That's yes. a great point. Somebody got that letter and said you are not accepted because of that fraud. Mm. She ought to be ashamed of herself. Mm. Well, she have her at number five, uh, which we give her one in one thousand twenty-four chance of winning the presidency. <laughs> uh, Kamala Harris is number four. She's got a sixty-five point nine. So I got something to say about Kamala Harris. Okay. Right. So Kamala Harris in her home state of California. When it came out that Planned Parenthood had been selling body parts, fetal tissue, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and it, the video in the video, one of the Planned Parenthood people said, "Oh, I want a, I want a Lamborghini." That was their reasoning for. Mm -hmm. Instead of prosecuting Planned Parenthood for what is obviously so many human rights violations, sure. it's not even funny. She got the people that recorded them to say, "Hey, you recorded them without their permission," and then used her office to spy um, and to obtain. Um, materials what would have been for anyone else illegally and just the fact that she did that just lets me know that she's of no character and yeah c she's probably we'd probably be have a better chance with satan in the white house <laughs> kamala harris i got something just to say to kamala harris where the camera at. listen to me kamala harris okay listen to me you are a fraud you are fake and you are phony kamala she is a top cop she was a horrible prosecutor and now she's on this, oh, I, we, we need to let these people out of prison. What, the people that you locked up? Mm -hmm. Okay? And how are you going to send an example? This ain't got nothing to do with Blaze. This has nothing to do with this with this uh, TV show. Uh, these words are mine. Okay? These words are mine. Kamala Harris, we know about Willie Brown. <laughs> we know about Willie Brown, and I'm going to say it. You done slept your way to the top, but you can't do it now. Okay? She's not winning. She has no chance at all. Mm, that's interesting. Amen. Yeah, that yeah. is that's oh. very well put, Stu. We're gonna take a break really quick, and sure. then we'll top come three. Back and, yeah. Mm. Top All right, three. we got a new number yeah. two. There's a new number really? two on the board this this week. Yeah. Oof. I'm on the edge of my seat now. Oh. I want to know. Before we get to the uh, the top three Democrats in the power rankings, I want to thank our sponsor, Cruise Through History. So there is an amazing cruise taking place next spring, spring of 2020. What is it, March? Stu? I think it is March, yeah. Um, and Stu, along with Glenn Beck, uh, Bill O'Reilly, Rabbi Lappin, and David Barton, they are all going to go. Uh, by the way, where's my invite? Where, I want to go. I want to go. Oh, we haven't even heard where yeah, it is yet. Yeah. Well, we just want to go. <laughs> we just want to go on a cruise. <laughs> um, but where all you guys are going yeah. to Venice. Venice, uh, Greece, Croatia, Israel. Um, it's kind of just literally looking through all these, you know, how, how did the you know, sort of foundations of our society start? And then we'll go through all the history while you're there. And you get to hear history from, you know, Daniel Lappin and David Barton and, you know, Glenn and Bill O'Reilly is going to be great. And then when you get sick of hearing about history, you can come drink with me. <laughs> so it's going to be uh, it's going to be actually a really great trip. It's an awesome cruise line. They've got you know, real authentic Italian food. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so you can go to comesailaway.com right now to pick your there's different packages, different options. So you can go pick your options, book it, mark it on your calendar for spring 2020. That is comesailaway.com. 
Com. All right, top three. Okay, top three. Number three, Bernie Sanders. Now, a lot of people would think he's number two, but we have new number two this week. Uh, you know, look, Sanders. Bernie uh, is a little bit of an issue. He Old even, I know, um, his past support for communism, you know, a little outwardly. bit of an issue. Um, I mean, I couldn't believe the New York uh, New York Magazine wrote any politician because he's trying to get out of it and saying, oh, I wasn't really supporting. It was just this and this. They say any politician is going to frame issues selectively. But Sanders is presenting a spin on the controversy so selective it completely fails to convey any of the points relevant to the controversy. That's not Fox News saying that. <laughs> yeah. it's New York Magazine. Um, they also say, by the way, a poll has shown that uh, the dumber you are, the more likely you are to be a Bernie Sanders supporter. Yeah, that's, so that's not uh, what you want. That's not, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> number two is, is Mayor Pete, Pete Buttigieg. Who he is number two. Number two. Now, he's not number two in the polls, but a lot of this has to do with, for example, one thing that you'll find is 31% of Democratic voters have never heard of Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. And he's already showing up in third and fourth in the polls. He's got a lot of room to grow. Mm-hmm. Again, like I'm not, I, I can't imagine he's going to win from South Bend, Indiana, but maybe. Who knows? I like one thing about Pete. Yeah. He made people forget about Beto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just dropped Beto. They just dropped him yeah. when Pete came aboard. <laughs> All right. No, uh, no surprise at number one. Joe Biden still huge lead. I mean, like he can. Look, Joe Biden is capable of blowing anything. Yes. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I fully expect at some point he's going to grope a passing teenager and loot, drop oh, the yes. race. But as of right now, he's still way up ahead. And- or, or he's not because he has uh, Democratic privilege. And there's how many videos of him groping people circulating right now? And it doesn't seem to be having any effect on him. He made a video. He's like, I'm just a real friendly guy. And yeah. Like, okay. That's, that's Didn't work for Bill Cosby, but OK. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a great point. Terrence, you want to weigh in? I'm not wasting my breath on him. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you do bring up a a great point in that there is a Democratic privilege. They preach all of these things, but when it's their party who does it, all of a sudden they don't have any repercussions, any consequences, no nothing. They just get to continue on as if nothing ever happened. Exactly. It's pretty interesting. Look, Governor Northam is a great example. What is Joe Biden's, what uh, what is his campaign slogan? Touching America 2020? (laughs) (laughs) I think Northam is a a good example because um, he, you know, is like, are you the one in blackface or are you the one in the clan hood? You know, it, that yeah. was right. never really clear. And nope. then he's like, well, you know, I was young and it was an authentic costume. No. <laughs> no, right? Absolutely not. And that's a mention. I mean, an authentic he, lie. Yeah. It probably, you know, I mean, the other part of that was that was him basically being the face of the idea that you can have a baby be born and, it, and, and just basically let it die if the mother decides yeah. she doesn't want to treat it. And after he won his, his election, he did not even shake his black that's right. That's really? right. That's right. I saw that video. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I think it is much more concerning that he wants to abort babies after they're born. You know, that's infanticide. And that should have been more concerning than the racism. But unfortunately in America, we have racism as this end all, as if there's nothing you could possibly do that's worse than being a ra- uh, racist. There was actually a sign that someone was holding at a rally and it said, we'll trade um, racists for rapists, referencing Mac- Trump's comment about Mexicans mm. being rapists. And I was thinking, is that person um, mentally disabled? Because <laughs> we will not trade a racist for a rapist. No. You know, someone could be a racist and just in their mind have racist thoughts, and it's not that big of a deal. But if someone's a rapist, they're raping people. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah. And just the fact that that's kind of where we are today, because we had a Klan rally in, in my hometown, 
and everybody made a big deal about it. Seven people showed up. Right. It wasn't a Klan rally. But everybody was more upset about it. They're like, oh, hey, has no home here. And, you know, signs were put out and there was a thousand police officers showed up and they made a big deal about it. And it's like, why are we giving racism such a platform all the while claiming people that aren't racist are racist? You mm. know, because... You know, people show up and they say, oh, I, I'm here to punch Nazis and punch racists. Then anyone you call a Nazi or a racist, you can punch. So it's just giving them like a free-for-all opportunity to just, you know, push back against their political opponents sure. as long as they can accuse them of being <clears throat> racist when they're actually being racist and say, oh, well, I'm not racist. Well, look, look what I've done for black people or, or Hillary Clinton in her hot sauce. Or, um, <laughs> you know, now, now you just look for it. Go on the Internet, look. Look up some of these candidates. They'll just take a picture with two random black people as if, you know, oh, yeah, I'm down with the black people. Look at me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We'll be back in a minute. That's not what we're doing here, by the way. I just want to make that clear. All right, Terrence, before we go into overtime, tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, they can find me on uh, TerrenceKWilliams.com, on Twitter, W underscore Terrence, or just type in Terrence K. Williams anywhere and you'll find me. Okay, and what yeah. about you, Joel? I can be found at JoelPatrick underscore 1776 on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Okay, and both of you make some really, really yes. entertaining videos. And people can find me at their nearest fried chicken local joint. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had fried chicken here I mean, yet? Oh, I had some fried chicken here. Lord Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have overtime starting next. We're getting into Terrence's topic, abortion. We're going to get into conservatives uh, being censored on college campuses. We are not done yet, so tune in at blazetv.com. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Uh, all right, before we get back into the conversation, I want to thank our sponsor, realestateagentsitrust.com. So, it turns out, you guys, I know you're going to be really shocked but the best way to find a real estate agent is not to like look for the guy with his face on the back of a bench yeah. at the bus stop. It's yeah. not actually, I know, you're shocked. That's <laughs> not actually the best way to do it. Or like going to the phone book and going, uh, I'll pick that one because there are so many real estate agents out there. Yes, and it's millions of them. Yes, and they're all yes. like, oh, I do that part-time. Yes. Yeah, I dabble in real estate. Yeah, that's not the one you want to use. Speaking of real, I'm, I, I actually might have to go to realestateagent.com uh, uh, or whatever because I'm planning. I want to buy a condo out here. Really? Yeah, and I even, I even had a, I even had an idea. I said, I told the president of Blaze. I said, hey, if, if y'all ever need me, I, if you buy me a condo, I'll work for you for free. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I work for a condo. <laughs> I respect the hustle, Terrence. I respect uh, I the hustle. Uh, so, okay, so realestateagentsitrust.com, that would be where you would go uh, if you're like Terrence and you want to negotiate some sort of deal. <laughs> um, but Glenn has, they have, um, they vetted all of the real estate agents all across the country to make sure that they are the top agents in the country. They are the ones who do it full time. They are the ones who are going to be experts in the area. So especially if you're relocating locating to somewhere new. You don't know the area. You don't know if there's going to be neighbors who share your values or have children to play with your children and not influence them into terrible things. That's why you got to go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now if you're looking to buy or sell. Let them do the work for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, Terrence. Yes. I know you're a funny guy. 
Yes. But we're about to get into a very serious, important subject. Yeah. So I'm very interested to see what you have to say well, about abortion. About abortion? Well, every child, you know, I am, I'm pro-life. I'm pro-choice. My pro-choice is you got the choice to go to work or not today, okay? You got the choice to leave your girlfriend. You got the choice to leave your boyfriend. I'm pro-choice when it comes to that. But when it comes to life, I am pro-life. Every child deserves to live. And I've been seeing, uh, 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 I've seen some people say, I've heard people, I've heard people give their explanations on why a child should be aborted. And one of them that really bothered me is, is that people believe that if the mother is poor, if the mother doesn't have a good job, um, uh, uh, if the father doesn't have a good job, or if the mother just, you know, she, she just want to live her life freely, that she should just abort the child. And they don't care if it's at six weeks, four weeks, two weeks, ten weeks. Mm -hmm. They should abort the child because no child should be brought into this world uh, with a parent that is, uh, that is not financially stable. And I think that is ridiculous because I grew up poor. My mother had nine children. No, she could not take care of none of us. Mm -hmm. But she still gave us an opportunity to live, our right to live. She didn't abort us. And no, she did not take care of us. But be just because she knew she really couldn't take care of us, that did not give her the right to murder us. Mm -hmm. She let she let she led us into this. She 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 led us into this world and other people stepped up to take care of us. I was in foster care eventually adopted around 15 and I'm living a good life right now because I was given my right to live. And you've you've had, I'm sure, um, a lot of experiences while they may have not been great at the time. They've taught you a lot about life, yes. I'm sure, along the way, shaped who you are today. Life will never be great for anyone. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you grow up as a millionaire or billionaire. You will have problems. You hear about billionaires and millionaires committing suicide. Mm -hmm. Money don't make you happy. Money is not the reason. Should, money should not determine if you should be born or not. Mm -hmm. That is ridiculous. Yeah. Joel, you want to weigh in? Yeah, I think um, there was a, was it a state senator? And he spoke about some children are just unwanted. He said you either, um, he said you either take them out in abortion or you send them out in the electric chair. Yes. And it was just so abhorrent to me that he said because someone is unwanted, then they have no value. Um, unwanted people could be homeless. Does that mean we have the right now to go on the street and murder homeless people? Because you cannot, there is no end in sight when you say it's okay to kill people because, you know, we don't want them here or, or they're inconvenient for us right now. Um, because what they're doing is they're unpersoning people. They're saying this person is not a person, so it's okay for us to kill them. You know who did that? Hitler. Hitler did. And, and the left loves to call us Nazis, mm -hmm. but when it comes down to the practices that are being implemented, their ideology is a lot more in line with what the Nazis did than ours. Um, for starters, when it comes to killing people that they believe are not people. Mm. Um, you know, you can't just say a baby is not a person or, you know, I saw a sign, parasites don't have rights. Fundamental difference between a parasite and a baby is first of all, a parasite is a different species from the host. Mm -hmm. A baby is the same species from the host. You never say that your offspring, which are your future, offspring are your future, are parasites. It's, it's absurd. Um, I also, what was it, Norway, I think it was, that they were really excited that they have almost eliminated Down syndrome from their country. They were like, yay, now that we have this test, we have practically eliminated Down syndrome in our country. 
And it just is very, very troubling to me. I mean, A, you look at all of these Down syndrome um, even adults who yeah. they're successful, they you know they work full time, they have responsibilities, um, they contribute to society, and I just wonder, gosh, how does it, how must it feel, as someone with Down syndrome to hear someone saying, we don't even think that you're worth being born, we don't even exactly. think that you should be here. Exactly, and that's the same. And and how do you think I feel when I hear people say? Oh, a child a child shouldn't be born into poverty. They don't belong in this world if if, if mm -hmm. they're gonna be born into poverty. Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. So you saying I didn't even belong here. You know, it, it's it's ridiculous. And then another thing that really bothers me is uh, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, women, some women are saying that, you know, a man should not have any say so in a, an abortion. But okay, but when it comes time to pay child support mm -hmm. or you need help, mm -hmm. then you make the man pay. Okay, mm -hmm. so what if what if he don't want that? What, what, what if what if he don't identify as a father? And men don't actually and, have a choice about yeah, whether or not no, they, they don't. He, yeah. he, he doesn't have a choice, right? You know, so what if he doesn't? So what if he don't identify as a father? So what if he didn't want to be a father? Yeah. So two th so, two things on that. Number one, um, it's shocking to me the amount of men who latch on to that. Yeah. mantra of well it's her body who are you to say what yeah. sh what should be taking place in her body like but that my body my choice thing. yes yeah. but then i think actually they think they've got it pretty good because yeah. they can go in they can do whatever they want with whatever woman they want yeah. and then not be held responsible by exactly. saying it's her body it's her choice well she can do whatever she wants with it because then they don't have child support to pay yeah that's, that's very true but i mean scientifically it isn't though because if you think about it your body, if, if, if it's your body, it's your heart, it's your lungs, all of that, okay. then that would mean that if you're ending a life through abortion, then it would be your life that's ended. And if it isn't your life that's ended, someone's life is ended, mm -hmm. whose is it? So then the, the question would, would have to be asked, if it isn't your body, then it's obviously somebody else's, so it's not your body, then it's not your choice. Because you have two very distinct, nobody says, oh yeah, I have two hearts, and, you know, four lungs, and, right. and four what? arms, and... Right. Why do now? I don't know because I've never been pregnant. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't say. I've never been you pregnant. No, sure? never. I've never been pregnant. You sure? I never. Bombshell I dropping. Never, on I never missed my period at all. <laughs> but when do like I have a question? Mm -hmm. When does a woman know that she's pregnant? She don't know until eight weeks or ten weeks. No, I mean, you should know by then. Four four weeks really. Why do people Six wait, weeks maybe. Why do people wait ten to twelve to they wanna wait? Oh, I'm getting it at twenty twenty weeks. That's a great question. Uh, why I, are you waiting that long? Yeah. Yeah. That just that but, just don't make I think make if sense. you believe that the baby it's is a, a human yes. life, if you believe it's a human life, then at any time, any time after conception, you're you're ending a human life. Yeah. And I think if you believe which I believe that uh, all lives matter and that yeah. life matters at every stage of the, um, at every stage of development, then that means it's just as wrong to abort a baby at six or eight weeks as it is to abort it at 20, 24, 30 weeks. Yeah, I, 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 just, don't, I just don't understand. And another big thing, well, you know, people bring up rape. Mm -hmm. They say rape. Well, what about the people, what about, what about the people that, that are raped? Or, 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 or the incest, you know, um, but if somebody reports a rape, I don't know the procedures, you know, what happens? Do they give them a shot? Do they give the, the ladies a shot when they, when they report it and they go to the hospital? 
you know, to prevent. I, I don't know, you know, but I still believe that that's, now that's a hard one. That is a hard one. That, that is a very hard one. It is, but then but, it comes but, back to do all you know, but lives that, have value. But that is the, that's always the counter answer. That, that's a counter answer for, you know, like p people bring that up. Well, what about, that's the counter question, I mean, that people bring up when, when you start defending rape. What about well, what about the rape victims? But majority of people that are having abortions are not rape victims. But it's also majority of the ones they had a night, good time at the Saturday night club, and Tyrone's not calling back. Now they don't want the baby. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. You, but you see that actually they they've done studies on it, and it's yeah. actually um, 0.08 percent of abortions are rape. So it's not even it's not even one yeah. percent of abortions yeah. are a result of rape. The other thing is, um, I have many friends that are the product of rape, and if yeah. you ask them, hey, would you have rather just never been born? Their answer is obviously no. So yeah. I think that. Um, I'm a Christian, and as a Christian, I believe God has a plan for everyone, regardless of the circumstances of their conception. Mm. And the baby's still innocent. The baby didn't do anything to deserve to die. Yeah. Um, so. I will also say, um, really quickly before we move on to censorship, that um, I personally wish that, regardless of of how you feel, if I mean, I'm I'm with you guys, you know, very much um, in the pro life camp. But because the rape and incest, they, they keep making that, well, what about cases of rape and incest? Well, you are, you know, just an animal because you want women to have to go through that trauma. Okay, I'm willing to say, you know what? Maybe we don't agree on this particular issue, mm -hmm. but let's just agree for now. And then we can work on continuing to, to yeah. discuss. But if we could just make that the law now... How many abortions, you know, how many lives would be saved just from that because of that statistic? Yeah. I mean, if, if abortions from rape and incest only account for point, what'd you say, point zero eight? Point zero eight. yeah. Think of all the lives we could yeah. save if we just, we said, okay, we, like morally, we don't agree with you that this is correct. But for right now, legally, we can at least meet in the middle and then we can continue to have the conversation, you know, later on down the line. If we could save that many lives... I'd be, I'd be, I'd be all for it at this particular stage in the game because we've gone so radical yeah. the other way. But, a lot but, but now you have incest, a cousin, a cousin. Is that considered incest? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know people that are in relationships with their cousins, and they are having sex. Where are you from? I'm from Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. But I know, no, but I know people though. It, it's yeah. known. Come on, cousins. I'm just kidding, and, Oklahoma. By the way, cousins, don't send me hate mail. Cousins and cousins, y'all was shacking up. Y'all better have that baby. <laughs> y'all was y'all was dating, so y'all better have that baby. You don't get an abortion. Show <laughs> <laughs> last word on this before we move on. Uh, I, I don't know I, how exactly I'm supposed to follow that exactly. Um, just, I guess, really with abortion, you see. It's ultimately it comes down to people and personal responsibility. And any time people have an opportunity to not take responsibility for their actions, it seems like people don't want to take responsibility mm -hmm. for their actions. It's, it's the so much. Way. It's so much easier to oh well, I'll just have an abortion. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's the same thing with um, you know with the whole Me Too movement. Everybody was talking about a lot of the situations that were coming up were situations involving drugs and alcohol. And it's like okay, there were two choices made here. You made a choice to go somewhere with people you didn't know mm -hmm. and to partake in. Um, a drug that allowed you to be incapable of um, 
properly handling your surroundings, and then now you're suffering the consequences. The same thing is true of abortion. You made a choice to get in bed with someone, and now you're going to deal with the consequences of that choice. And I don't think um, the government providing a way out of that choice um, is going to solve the problem. The problem is going to be solved when people take personal responsibility. And if you're adult enough to um, do the horizontal shuffle, you're adult enough to be a parent. One, one last thing. Yes. <laughs> Abort the booty call so you don't have to abort the baby. <laughs> I like that. I like that tagline. Uh, all right, let's talk about censorship of conservatives on college campuses, Joel. So um, it's no secret that college campuses are a liberal cesspool of indoctrination. Um, they push ideas like socialism. They tell people they need a degree to make a living. And so they spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a degree that does not pay hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's kind of a never-ending cycle. But um, I had the privilege of visiting one of these liberal cesspools, um, Youngstown State. Privilege. <laughs> in Ohio. And um, I visited with Caitlin Bennett, who you might know her as the Kent State gun girl. And um, we had just filmed our reparations video, which is where we'd walked around with a jar and we asked people if they believed in reparations, and when they did, I'm a black person, so I said, all right, well, pay up. And they paid into the jar. It was, it's a funny video, you should go check it out on YouTube. Um, but as we were leaving, um, a African-American girl comes up to Caitlin and, and just holds her phone up, and she says, Caitlin, how does it feel to, and she used a number of expletives that I will not use here. I appreciate um, that. <laughs> and uh, I said, wait a minute, what, what was that? What, why would you say that to somebody you didn't know? We started a discussion and ended up having a discussion with another young lady that was sitting there who explained to us that the reason that she didn't adhere to conservative ideas was because her parents and her community said that it was not okay. Um, both girls were African-American. Uh, one girl was very rude and just every aspect she could, she you know, was really rude. And the other girl was very, very um, accepting. And we began to explain to her why the wall was a good idea. Mm -hmm. And um, she ended up actually changing her mind on two issues. We, we explained to her why the wall was a good idea and why Democrats have not done anything for the black community and why we should stop mm -hmm. voting for them. We posted the video on YouTube and Facebook. It ended up getting like 3.3 million views or something in there. And a lot of the comments were one of two things. They were like, oh, listen to this young man clearly explain his viewpoint. Yeah. And then the others were, oh, it's disgusting to see this young man d d defending a racist pig like Trump. And, and it was just like, did you not hear anything I had to say in the entire video? But I think this video is a little bit interesting because instead of just having like a shouting match where two people were going back and forth, um, she was very polite and I was very polite and we kind of met in the middle. And it, it kind of reminded me of if we could get politics back to a place where it was just common sense politics where people were respectfully sitting down and having discussions where right now everybody's on two sides of the aisle going, oh, you're a racist, no, you're a racist, and nobody's meeting in the middle. Mm -hmm. And the fact that this young lady was so afraid of her community rising up against her if she held an idea that was not the idea that they wanted kind of says something about where we are in America today. Because if you're a black person, you have to vote Democrat because that's the party that has your best interests in mind. Okay, mm -hmm. name three policies that Democrats have implemented that have helped black people. They can't do it, do it. Yeah. because they're non-existent. Yeah. When you mention things like mass incarceration under Bill Clinton, the Democrats founding the Ku Klux Klan, um, recently situations like Ralph Northam, mm -hmm. these these are real situations that the left doesn't want anyone to talk about or to realize. People like um, Maxine Waters, Jesse Jackson, Al Sharpton, these people have been involved in politics for generations and they haven't done anything for black people. Why? Because they're focused on getting themselves rich, selling racism as a disease. They're race pimping is what they are. They are profiting off of the racism that they want you to believe is a real thing. When if you look at it, um, 
people are always talking about white supremacy. I asked the young lady in the conversation, I said, hey, do you consider racism in general to be a more important issue or white supremacy? And she said, white supremacy. I said, well, do you know a Klan member? She said, no. I said, do you know any black people that are racist against white people? She said, yes. And I said, so what's the bigger issue? Mm -hmm. Of course, she still answered white supremacy. But it was like, if, if, if you don't see this on a regular basis, but you're sure it's this big issue, but you see this on a regular basis, but you don't think it's an issue, don't you see that there's a problem there? And so I think that we need to do a better job of explaining to people how problematic it is for racism, period. And um, I, I like to say a lot, there is no such thing as reverse racism. If you're racist against a white person, you're just a racist. Yeah. If you're racist against a black person, you're just a racist. You don't get a special label. And racism is not okay, regardless of who it is to or against or from or against. It's never okay under any circumstances. And I think that we need to make a, just as strict with the same measure that we're measuring, you know, conservatives and say, hey, that's racist, you can't do that. We should be doing the same with the left. And I feel like a lot of people propagate racism, Farrakhan propagates racism, and they seem to get a pass, and, and people aren't holding them accountable. And I think we need to do a better job of holding um, racist Democrats accountable for their racism. Terrence, you want to weigh in? Uh, speaking of racism, when it comes to racism, I'm a racist. I'm an equal opportunist. I'm a... <laughs> I'm, I'm, when, uh, racism is straight equal opportunity with me. It don't matter what color you are. I don't like you. I don't like black people. I don't like white people. I don't like Hispanic. I, I thought like, we've had a good time here, Terrence. I don't like nobody. <laughs> no, but yeah, the, the, this, this censorship stuff is getting so old. It's getting so tiring. It's starting to drain me, you know, but we, we got we to gotta keep fighting. We got to keep up the fight, you know. Yeah, YouTube demonetized both videos yeah. um, almost, almost immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Because anytime you say anything about, you know, anything positive about Trump, it's gone. And I think um, I, I made the mention that I was like, um, everybody can say nothing good about Trump. I said, the only person that you should be able to say nothing good about would be the devil. I was like, because if, if this person can do no good, then they are the devil. Yeah. So, you know, if you can't say, okay, he did this good and he did this bad, then you're not being objective. Yeah. And um, we talked about, I said, um, the difference, main difference between Obama and Trump is Obama put, um, brought us men in the women's bathroom and Trump brought us the lowest black unemployment we've ever seen. Amen. Oh, Lord. Amen. Yep. <laughs> yes. Oh, Lord. Uh, all right, yesterday's poll, do you think Abortion, we have this conversation. Do you think abortion is health care? It's the dumbest statement ever and just a, a way for the left to, you know, um, take the message and run with it. Yeah, 95% of you said no. 5% of you are wrong and said yes. <laughs> that's what I have to say about that. Uh, and then today's poll, do you support President Trump's tariffs on China and Mexico? Let us know what you think. What do you think, Terrence? Oh, the tariffs on China and Mexico. I've been recovering from uh, from a car wreck and I, I've been out of the loop. But, you know, I know my president. I know he's tried. He tried to do the best he can do. So he need to do what he got to do to to uh, if it's benefiting us and it's benefiting us. But if it ain't benefit America, then I ain't with it. What about you, Joel? I, I do support it because it only makes sense if <laughs> we're being taxed on imports into those countries that they should be um, taxed on. Um, imports it to our country. I actually think he should step it up a notch, and I think he really? should tax any dollar that is sent to Mexico. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> I love it. Be a wire transfer. Yes. He what do pay. we get from Mexico? What do we... But he could pay for the... Yeah, he could pay for the care. wall. He could pay for the wall if he taxed 
I think it's like a 5% tax on Half every dollar. Half of Americans can't even afford that. The average American can't afford no avocado. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I, my first time hearing about avocados when I started hanging around white folks. When I was in the ghetto, and the, we eat no avocado. Chipotle actually I uses know, a lot yeah, of avocados. Yeah, I didn't know nothing about that. And their prices yeah. would go up yeah. 15 cents oh, on Trump's task. You know what? I'm for terrible. it. Mm -hmm. I'm for it. We don't need them over here anyway. Okay? <laughs> Shoot. Let you don't like guacamole? Know. Let us know what you think. You don't think. like guacamole? You like guacamole? I, I like it, but I can but I can live without it. I <laughs> yep. know what you think at the Blaze's Twitter. Mm. That is at the Blaze. Thank you, gentlemen, for Thank being you. on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Yeah. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.